about the third part of this. Welcome back on from on Facebook for those uh, who got a cut off. Uh, there was a network issue and then we lost uh, connection out there. So number three, three uh, things on the list of things that you, as a creative person, need to pay attention to to ensure you can be in good standing to get your pricing right with your clients. Quality of your output. All that talk, all that skill, all that knowledge must match with the quality of your output. Have you checked your industry recently? Have you checked what people are bringing out? Do you see the best people in your industry? Are you sure you are, are up to their capacity? Are you able to actually bring things up? Okay, I think we have... Oh, okay, Instagram is out. Whoop! Alright, we're out of Instagram. We're only on uh, Facebook right now. So, let's just see how much of this we can continue here and finish up on Facebook. So, quality of your output. We're talking about your skill, we're talking about your knowledge, and the quality of your output. Then we talk about number four, your process. How exactly does your work process go when you're doing work with your clients? You have this uh, client sends you and make, gives you a phone call that we want this done and then you say okay you get it next week and then yeah and there's no invoicing there is no discussion of a brief there's no samples there's no uh, sketches to show them first there's no draft there is no uh, editing uh, there's no proofing there is no uh, previews that what exactly is your process and if your process works well and it is smooth enough for your clients then you might be able to build trust enough in the client for you to be in a position of negotiating the price and getting the right one. If your client realizes that your process means, oh, okay, so you're going to send me um, a project detail and then I agree to it, then we send a, I mean, we send a brief, then you send your project detail, then we agree to that project detail, then you send a pricing uh, quotation, then we agree to that, send an invoice, then you send a draft, and then we review the draft, then you uh, finish up the work, then we review that finished work, and then you deliver, and then support it with one or two weeks gap for editing and reviews and all of that. If your client realizes that your process is smooth and sleek and helps them achieve better value from your output, then you have gotten your client in a position where they know that, you know what, if you want this done right, just call Sakai or just call Shagun, just call Kemi, call these people, they will make it happen because their process is smooth. Once they get this, things work in this way, okay? And then once you have a client that trusts your process, which is, uh, funny enough, that's one of the key things that agencies are actually uh, uh, using as a factor to ensure their clients stay with them. When a client uh, for an agency realizes that this agency's process is smooth, once we can give them the brief, the way they have told us that this is the brief, the way the brief should be, we know that in two weeks, our brief will be completed. Okay, because they are processing those, this after three days you get this, after five days you get this, after ten days this is what you get and the project is done. How is your process? Now this is something that you as a creative have got to work to build over time. A perfect process or a fluid process does not happen overnight. It's something you have got to actively build over a period of time. It's like branding, okay? That is what Ufusar uh, was talking about on Instagram earlier. Personal branding. What would your client know you for? Okay, so your process is part of that personal brand. They know that you deliver on time. They know that you always show the work before it's finished so that edits can be made before the final product is delivered. They know that you are always contacting you. They know that you follow up on email and WhatsApp responses are always on point. They know that all projects are monitored via WhatsApp with you. 
once your clients can see that this is the way you operate, it becomes your brand. Remember what we talked about branded being a say, an idea communicated and repeated consistently over a period of time. So if you have created a process that your client can say, this is you, then you have built a brand that they can trust, okay? Olubumi uh, Ayo joined and then Ebon Jr. also joining on Facebook Live. Thanks very much, guys, for tuning uh, to the show today. We're talking about pricing the right from your creative output. And now we're at the point where we're discussing how you as a creative person can contribute towards ensuring that your pricing uh, position is good, okay? Because to be able to get the right price, it just doesn't depend on your client or the industry. It depends also on you as a creative person. What exactly are you putting out there? So we're talking about your skill, your knowledge, and your quality of output. And number four, your process, how you work. So number five, is your reliability okay now by reliability i mean can your clients know that if you say wednesday they will get a draft that that wednesday they will get a draft can they be sure that if they call you and you don't pick your call in under one hour you will get back to them can they be sure that if you tell them the project will take three weeks it's going to take exactly three weeks and nothing more okay so, how reliable are you? Have you gotten a, uh, do you have a wrap? Uh, do you have a particular history for not delivering on time or being late in delivering or in servicing clients? If you already have that, then you will be in a position where immediately you are talking with your client and saying, and you mention price, then that's the front of the tell you that, and that's when we'll give you money now and then we'll not be able to reach you after two weeks. And once your client is able to get you into that corner where you have to defend your own liability, you have already started losing the value you are contributing to the client. They are now in the driving seat of negotiating your pricing. Two things can happen at that point. You can either decide, you know what, uh, I'm already ashamed in front of this client. Let me just walk away from this project. Or take the lower price and then prove them wrong that you are reliable. Okay? Because the worst thing you can do is to take a lower price for this and then ultimately become unable to be relied on at the end. Ah! You are just making matters worse towards getting that your dream pricing status. Okay? So, also, number six, after reliable delivery, is your relationship slash communication skills. That's where I was going to uh, take out some things with Ufo South out there regarding uh, relationships. Okay? How good are you at building relationships with your prospective clients and your present client. No, we're not talking about being charming with them and being friends and then going to their daughter's uh, birthday ceremony and all of that. That can be done, but that is not what the relationship really is about. It's a matter of understanding. Do you have a relationship with your client where you know the value they are looking for? You understand how they intend to use your project, how your project fits into their value chain, and how you can better show them the look. I understand what you're trying to achieve, all right? And okay, you need this done right now. Only one thing is to happen. You've got to make sure that you can pay me this in the next two weeks, okay? All right, so you have signed something to pay me in two weeks. And then you begin to build that trust. And as with every relationship, trust is key. I remember a friend of mine that took, it took only one thing for him to change his mind about working with me consistently. He had been talking with other people to build his brand for a new computer company he was starting in Nigeria. And then a friend recommended me, he spoke with me on the phone that he wanted to do his logo. He gave me details by email, by brief. And in under a week, he got first drafts of his logos without us having finalized on costs. Okay? Now, it looked to him like, what? 
you just send me a draft of this logo. So I said, if I'm going to work, I told him then after he called me later to say, you have sent me a draft for this logo. I have not finalized some course. I said, look, um, I am I, going to, I'm hoping to build a relationship with you. And the reason why I sent that to you is to see if, like me, you will be a man of integrity. Are you going to take this logo draft and then quickly steal one of them and turn them into your logo and then end the relationship with me? Are you willing to sacrifice your integrity, your new business, okay, on uh, getting a cheap one out of me? Because it's not going to work. If that's the kind of person you are, then obviously our relationship is not going to work in the long term. Building your brand is something that takes a while. When he heard that, he was like, you know what? Everything that I'm going to do regarding this business, Shagai, let's talk. All right? And then when he heard the bill for uh, the project, he didn't even negotiate. He just said, no, Allah. And he paid fully before the project was even concluded. So it, we began our relationship built purely on trust. I trusted that I was going to look at the logo and not go and use it. And then he trusted that even if he paid me fully, we were still going to be able to do that. And we built a beautiful relationship that lasted for years. Okay? So building a relationship is about setting up trust. Yes, it's risky. Sometimes you're going to be the one to step out in the trust area, do a project for your prospecting clients on trust, and watch. And I can bet you, with the right kind of study and strategy, there are very few clients out there who will be willing to uh, cheat you of a few thousand naira just so that they can uh, 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 like create an integrity issue around their brand. All right? I don't know if there's anybody I've ever worked with who is willing to go ahead and use a draft logo while they have not paid you for it just because they're trying to get one over you. That kind of a person should not even be a client to any creative person at all. And you will have set that person up in that way fully from the beginning. So then the second part of that relationship is communication. How good is your communication skills? We're not just talking about how you speak with your clients, but do you keep them abreast of their projects? There's one thing I've learned over the years is when talking to clients, make sure you keep them uh, thinking of you as a reliable person. Be in the front of the situation. Do not let your client call um, about their project before you update them on the fact that, um, Siri, I know I told you it's gonna be ready in two days, but looking at the way things are going right now, you might not be ready, ready to the next three days. So kindly give us an extra one day to get this thing concluded. If you are the one that called ahead, it will be easier for your client to understand that if your client waits till the day of delivery to call you, you refuse to pick the call and then later call and say, I'm sorry, sir, it's gone. I'm just, it's just that I won't go to deliver it today, we'll deliver it tomorrow. If that happens, they have already started putting matters of trust or uh, mistrust in your relationship and that definitely will affect your business and relationship in the long term. So stay on top of your communication and get your communication skills up notch uh, to, to a higher notch and that is the best way to ensure your uh, your your, uh, your relationship skills with your clients keeps growing and then your marketing skills can you sell yourself that is number seven how well are you how good are you at selling yourself and your skills we have talked about your skills and your knowledge your process your reliability and all of that can you relate uh, can you relatively convince someone about all these um, attitude, attributes that you have can you sell yourself all right because if you can sell yourself well believe me you'll be able to charge an interesting price of just about any client in any situation you find yourself in all right so in in in, in continuation of this uh there are base there's one particular thing called the base positioning matrix that every creative person should consider when starting their pricing model especially when you are a startup creative person or you're freelancing right now there are three things that would happen 
Okay, when you start up your creative uh, services, you are going to be bad, fast, and cheap. Okay, you are not exactly top notch in your skill, and uh, you probably be able to do it faster because you are passionate about it. You want to really impress somebody, and then you'll be willing to collect lower price because you just want to get your foot through the door. That's the starting point. Every creative person have gone through this stage. The next phase of that is that you are going to be good, you are going to be slow, and you are going to be cheap. That's your mid-level stage when you are developing as a creative. Let's just call it a mid-professional level where your skills have improved now. And that simply means it takes a little bit more time to get projects done because maybe you have more than one project on your table right now. And then you are not going to be able to price as high as people who have been in the business for a while. So you are pricing a little bit cheaper than regular, which makes you still the budget-friendly alternative. So that's the mid-level. At that point, it's okay to be there to just know that it's not your... Uh, final point. Then the last point is you are good, you are fast, and you are expensive. Okay, you get to a stage where you are very good at what you do. You are one of the best in the industry, and you can deliver something like this fast because you don't take any kind of project. You choose the project you take, and you take your time to get it done at the fastest speed possible. And that simply means you charge a premium on it. This is your pro ultra level. This is. Your professional level this is where you get to where you can now put a premium price on your services and you can select your client okay now all these stages none is to be despised as a creative person you would be in any one of these categories at any point in your creative career the growth the, 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 the key thing is to remember that it's a growth process and you want to be at that good fast expensive stage if you are in the service industry remember that if you are in the service end of the creative industry if you're in the product end of the creative industry, there's going to be a different pricing model in that, uh, with that mindset on. And talking of pricing models, um, even at the pro ultra level, there are ways to price towards ensuring you're able to charge your premium pricing, but in a different way. Sometimes as a pro level person, you give something out for free, but tie something else to it that people have to buy. Or you give it out for free for something else, a benefit you're going to accrue that will give you greater wealth in the uh, foreseeable shorter term than selling those things. You know, you do a mini comic book and you give it out for free. And everybody thinks, wow, you are a pro at this. Why are you giving out the comic book for free? But only because they'll be able to buy the big book for a couple of hundred thousand naira in the next one year. Okay? So, there's free and then there is freemium. Freemium. That means uh, it's like most games. Alright? You download the game for free. You play to a level for free, and then you have to pay a premium to continue playing that game. That means somebody is willing to have, let you have a taste of their products towards getting uh, you convinced. And if you think their product is good enough to buy, then you can pay the premium on it. Then, number three of this is the outright premium, where you have a product and you put the price on it, and anybody who is willing to buy should be able to buy. That point is... Uh, it's something anybody can achieve but it takes all those things i've mentioned about you as a creative person your skill your knowledge your relationship skills your reliability your quality of output and then um your ability to market and sell yourself as a creative person now in all situations let's um understand the conclusion the things to uh keep in mind out of all of this one set a price that enables you to provide your clients with the best service and the highest quality work 
that cannot be overemphasized. Make sure the price you save makes it possible for you to get your clients the best quality of service and the best quality of delivery that you can muster. Do not price and then give bad service simply because you have accepted a lower price. If you accept a low price, that shouldn't comply, concern the client anymore. You must deliver quality regardless of the price you have willingly accepted to take for your service. Otherwise, ensure you set a price that would ensure you give quality service to your client. That's number one. Number two, your, your business is dependent not only on the quality of your work, but also on the quality of your professional relationships. Um, when you deliver well, relationships are built. You need to build relationships. We cannot overemphasize that. Your business will survive mostly on relationships. Where people remember you in companies is because they like you, not just because they like the work you have delivered. There are lots of times people say, man, that guy has got a great, uh, and that job he delivered was really awesome, but man, have you seen the way he smells? Or have you seen the way he speaks? Or have you seen the thing he has been talking about on social media? Have you seen the way he presents himself? And then all of a sudden, in spite of quality, you are not the one people want to work with. So keep that in mind, relationships matter. Number three, the price you set determines the profit you make. The, uh, the profit you make determines the energy you can devote, uh, devote to the work you are working on and then the energy you devote determines uh, your ability to offer the best service. Okay, So make sure your pricing gives you profit. Make sure your pricing gives you profit because the profit is that part that makes you smile. If all you are collecting is how much you are spending on what you are doing, then you are not making any profit on it and it will not exactly encourage you. Okay, so make sure you price with profit in mind. Number four, get your value charge slowly. Do not go from zero to 60 in four seconds in your pricing. You may not be able to charge the high price at first, but it should be an upward good for you. You charge at this price, build your relationships, charge higher, build relationships, charge higher, build relationships, charge higher as you go. Build trust and relationship and charge higher. Number five, Build your skill, build your experience, build your quality, and raise your prices accordingly. You won't need anybody to tell you. If your quality rises, if your experience rises, if your skill rises, your pricing would automatically follow or should automatically follow. Do not let your skill rise and then you are still charging your former skill level of pricing. Do not let that happen. Be a good assessment of your own skills and experience and then let your pricing follow accordingly. Number six. If you bend on a price and take a lower paying job, okay, uh, than your regular standard uh, pricing from time to time, that's okay. Just don't let it be a downward spiral, okay? Yes, it's okay from time to time because of strategy and things. You can take lower than your regular charge because you have something else you're thinking will happen. But do not let it go lower and lower from there. You start charging lower and lower and lower until nobody's willing to pay you anything higher than the low price. Do not let that strategy get you in that regard. Number seven, if you choose to stick to your fixed charges on no matter what, that's okay too. Everything has its consequences. If you say, you know what, no matter what happens, this is the price I'm going to collect for this. I don't care what the industry is saying. I don't care what value the client thinks it has to them or not. I don't care whether they're a starting client or a big client. This is my price. That's okay. All right? It has its consequences. And you can choose your consequences in this particular game of ours. So ensure that you know what to expect when you do that. Number eight, offer more to make more. Remember we talked about your knowledge and your skills? 
oftentimes people are not just paying for your skill, they are paying for your knowledge. So if you offer more in terms of your strategy and your ability to contribute more in terms of knowledge, you can make a lot more money. Break down your services, and that's another option. Break down your services into smaller and attached um, uh, uh, um, businesses. Say for instance, all you do is digital painting. So, and digital painting is part of a comic book process. What if you offer to letter the comic book? What if you offer to do graphics for the comic book? That is expanding from your, from your present particular position. Now you're adding extra value. Instead of your clients going after taking your digital paint to another person to get the graphics and lettering done, you can also offer that as part of your extended service. You may end up making more for your project if you separate part of the project as individual offerings. Okay? So that makes it possible for you to build them separately and then easier for your clients to pay you in batches. They can pay you for digital painting first and then pay you for the lettering later and the graphics as well. Ultimately, you're making more and your client is getting quality of service because now they trust you and they're able to give you a lot more in one sitting. All right, with all of these guys, we know pricing is still something that is a bit of a difficult thing uh, for creators to fully get. Dari Oluwa Samia, Dada Oluwa Samia, Oluwa Shion, sorry about that. And then Emma J. Jones also tuning on Facebook Live. Thank you very much, guys, for joining us today. It's been an interesting time having um, this show with you. And we promise to be back here by His Grace next week, Monday, to give another topic on uh, on the show. We might be looking at the comic book industry next week. I am not quite sure because I think there's something pretty hot going on right now. And we might need to look at it. Perhaps a lot of creative people out there and comic creators who are trying to get into the game would uh, uh, get a lot more understanding and clarity about the comic book industry internationally and in Nigeria has a, a particular one. Okay? We will talk about that. We will look at it. The answer for that will be during the coming uh, days of the week. So watch out for that. Um, if you are just joining us, well, welcome again. You are on to the last part of the show. You can watch this episode on my page on Facebook or you can log on to www.anchor.fm. That is A-N-C-H-O-R.fm and listen to podcasts of the show or you can get onto google podcast service and the i and the apple uh, podcast services as well as radio fm and things and you can get creator that trying in all of about i think 15 uh, platforms that were presently available as podcasts so you can listen to all episodes of the show on this podcast i will share all the available podcasts uh, uh, status on the comment section of this particular episode watch out for that so until i see you guys again next week you know creativity is the one thing you can always always do no matter what in fact the one thing you are here to do uh, as a human being to create multiplicity to create multiples of life of pleasure of happiness of joy of the great things of this planet so you have got to always create all that try i'll see you guys next week have a wonderful week ahead Welcome again to create all die trying with a guy. I know, I know, I know. Uh, we had another break in between. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's an interesting period. Let me just say that it's been a very, very interesting period so far. Thanks again for being here on the show today on Facebook Live and on Instagram Live. We were not able to make it here last week because of, let's just say, um, Answered prayers, okay? <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Uh, it's just a mixture of a variety of things, which are all good, but um, may maybe because a lot of things we've been pushing just 
uh, started pulling through almost all at the same time, which required a bevy of uh, activities, meetings, talks, plannings, and executions, and strategy, and all of that, and just took a whole lot, starting from Sunday last week, all throughout uh, last week till, till Sunday. I was in the office yesterday. I mean, that's how much of a lot of activities and there's a lot Apologies for not being able to make up um, to be here last week for the show. How have you guys been? And then I'm going to go quickly into the coronavirus situation, the COVID-19 situation. Guys, we have got to keep ourselves safe, particularly our elder ones. Uh, it seems they are the most susceptible to this particular virus out there. So if you have old elder, elder um, relatives and all that, Please reach out to them, ensure that they keep themselves safe. How do you do that? Keep your hands washed at all times, and then don't use dirty hands to touch yourself uh, on the face, on the nose, on the ears, or anything, or any other face in which uh, the virus can get into your system. So do not uh, get your hands dirty. Any surface you touch, before you touch any other part of your body, ensure you wash your hands thoroughly with soap, not just water. Keep your hands washed at all times. It's one of the key ways to ensure that you can protect yourself from contacting the virus. Presently in Nigeria, we don't have, uh, I think we only have like two confirmed um, cases and a lot of tests being going on and people being uh, uh, checked up to make sure they don't have the virus presently. So that's going on there. And our heart goes out to all the other countries out there, the US, Italy, Spain, uh, Iran, I think, Turkey, and all those countries that have uh, high cases, China, uh, the, the, the ground zero for this and all the cases they have and all the deaths and all of that. Um, yes, the virus has been declared a global pandemic by the World Health Organization. That simply means it's something all of us have got to pay special attention to. Alright guys, we need to keep ourselves safe and protected from all this. Whatever we have to do to ensure that we contain this virus, it's all of us together. We've got to keep this going. So please keep yourself safe, wash your hands and stop touching your face okay <laughs> all right thank you very much guys for joining us again today so uh, quite a lot of things have been going on in fact i wish um uh, the conversation i've been having in the last 24 hours uh on another group on facebook can be shared fully here perhaps it's topic for another day we're talking about the comic book industry we are going to go back into looking at that uh particularly not just the comic book industry in nigeria but about um money and the comic book industry in Nigeria. It's something we might need to actually bring creatives here and then the money people here to talk about and see maybe a different perspective. Perhaps you can get a lot more out of it and get some details in there. But before we can do that, we've got to make sure we conclude on our topic from the last episode. We were talking about the right pricing for creativity, if such a thing even exists at all. All right, uh, one of the questions we've answered last week is the fact that uh, creativity doesn't have a fixed value you can put on it. And a lot of things related to pricing for creativity is not based on uh, any fixed model. There are a variety of models that you can look at, and we explored some of them last week. We'll be concluding certain parts of it. Uh, last week, uh, last time, we talked about uh, things to do, things not to do, things to avoid while uh, creating a certain price for your creativity. And we uh, didn't finish, and we had a, a, a lower part of it where we were going to talk about you, the creative, and how you factor into your pricing capabilities. You know, we spent a lot more time talking about the client and what they're willing to pay, the value you're adding to them, and all of that. 
but what role do you, the service provider, the creative person who is rendering this service, what do you contribute towards ensuring that you can actually set the right price or at least a price that you feel comfortable with for your creative output? So we're going to um, get into that and then explore three, um, uh, two different set of models for assessing how your creative pricing can grow. Okay, uh, having established the fact that pricing is not fixed, all right. I know a lot of creative people out there with stories of when they started. You know, you do a logo for five thousand naira and it was okay, it was like an awesome thing for you. But now a logo is about five hundred thousand naira to a million naira to get done. That pricing will not happen overnight for just about anybody, and it depends on who you are and certain things. So pricing is, is not it's not fixed. The person who charged you ten thousand naira last week and uh, next one month or year might not be in that price range anymore by just natural progression okay things can change so we will be looking at um, uh, the, the end of part of it let me just do a quick recap of what we talked about the last time we looked at um, what exactly uh, pricing is all about and then how to devise a pricing policy because pricing policy is the key to every creative business. As a business, that's the key thing here. As a creative person, you have a pricing policy. But when you are running a business, your pricing policy will have to take into cognizance that fact that you are running a business and not just a personal freelancer uh, moving around in that. And also, we also talked about the common beliefs that creatives have about pricing, that if you have a high price, for instance, that means uh, you have better quality. Or that if you are cheap, that means people assume that your quality is not there, that you are bad, or that you should never work for free, or that you should have a fixed price across board, or that um, you believe that nobody can ever pay your true worth as a creative person. Things that we hold as common belief that might be holding us back from being able to get the right pricing, or even having the right beliefs to ensure that our pricing can have a smooth progression to the value that we want it to be. Or Saz, the Zaziest joining on Instagram. Thanks, Saz, for tuning in uh, with us here. Okay, and then also um, the, the, the one of the things people believe is you should not raise your price anyhow. You can just start from ten thousand and see your next price is fifteen thousand naira. Uh, it's not exactly that fixed. Sometimes the industry can change. Sometimes your skill level can change, and sometimes pricing across board from policies affecting you as a person and a business can make your price go completely different, all right? And other things to consider while trying to get your price right is to think about the pricing models in terms of uh, value-based uh, pricing, uh, cost-based pricing. In fact, that's another thing to fully get. The cost for something is not the price for that thing, all right? The cost to produce it, the cost to make it, might be very minimal compared to the actual price of that thing. Price is often a, 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 a relationship to value. Ufo South is joining me on Instagram. Ufo South, thanks very much uh, for joining us. Thumbs up to you too, bro. So value-based uh, and cost-based. You can have a, a pricing based on your cost. This project costs you 10,000 Naira, so you're going to sell it for 12,000 Naira with a little bit of markup on it. Or value-based pricing, which means, look, uh, your lo the logo probably takes you, if you like, a day or one week to get done, but to the client, it's worth 5 million naira. To you, you know that with this, with this logo you've taken, this client is going to have this and build a, a multi-million uh, naira company around this, so you put that value to consideration when you're sending the bill out. 
then also industry-based pricing. Your industry charges a particular amount for a specific service. You know that anywhere else in the industry, this is the price they're going to get it for. If you price above that, you're going to price yourself out of the market. So sometimes pricing follows an industry standard, okay? Then also there's enterprise-based. If you are a company or a sole proprietor, your pricing will definitely be affected. If you run your own business as a freelancer, you might be willing to be a storyboard for a very low price. But if you are running a business, that storyboard might just cost way higher because now you have rent and electricity bills and other things to consider in your pricing factor. Then also the strategy-based pricing. Now this is where uh, the freemium model, the premium model and the free model comes in and it's about relationships, it's about visibility, it's about value building, it's about trust building, it's about attracting publicity and all of that. Uh, it's, you can price with a strategy in mind. You know that if you give this price to this specific client, you will be able to leverage on that client towards getting better pricing for subsequent projects that comes on to it. Note, these things are not like foolproof, guaranteed anything. It is all based on strategy and then you try it and see how it works with you. And that's also an operational um, based uh, pricing. If you operate um, a, a, as a service uh, in company, different from if you operate as a production company, your pricing would differ, okay? Now, we also talked about the key factor in determining the price model, uh, which is to have a great and clear idea of how much income will keep you going as a creative person. We are never going to stop talking about the fact that money helps the creative get creative or keep them creating. Alright? A lot of creatives are built the notion that they can only really create or be creative when they are under pressure, when life is totally killing them. That's when they can generate a lot of ideas. So, uh, we don't tend to calculate how much we need to keep ourselves going. You can create better if you're not thinking about your NEPA bill, if you're not thinking about fixing your generator, if you're not thinking about where your rent comes from, from, it's therefore better in that regard. So, uh, those key factors are in there. Then we also look at um, uh, things to avoid as a creative while getting your pricing on. Don't charge low because you want to beat the competition. Don't take on multiple low paying projects. That is the bane of most creatives out there. They instead of taking one project that is worth a hundred thousand, they take five projects that is worth a thousand each and then they start not taking calls and avoiding clients altogether because they are trying to be I don't even know what that is. Ufo uh, said, money is very important. So money drives creativity. Yes, Ufo, money drives creativity. It is the fact, in fact, if you see any creative person that is just creating for creativity's sake, it simply means somebody else is taking care of the financial end of his living. Simple. He probably has a house not paying rent for. He probably has no, no need to pay electricity bills because somebody is covering for that. Somehow, somebody is paying money somewhere if that creative person is not paying it. Money is important to keep your creativity going. If nothing else, you are going to need money to buy your laptop, to buy your pencils, your papers, your painting brushes, your, your tools. Okay? The equipment you need to keep creating, you are going to need money for it. So if you are not worried about money, it means one rich uncle somewhere taking care of it or your parents are obviously supplying you with all those things. Like it or not, money is playing a factor in there. Okay? So, um, don't charge low so that you can beat the competition. You only play into the hands of budget hunting clients who are constantly looking for the cheapest price they can get. 
believe it or not, that's what everybody out there is looking for, how to spend less on what they are trying to achieve, not how to spend more. Uh, say no to multiple low projects. Believe me, um, at IC Studios, over the years, we have found that that is a pain for a lot of studios out there. The lowest paying projects you take on are often the most troublesome. They are the ones that ask for more reviews. They are the ones that demand shorter time. They are the ones that has, uh, they have more problems with the quality you are giving them. They are the ones that call you in the dead of night to make additional uh, adjustments to what they're sending to you. Okay? So refuse to take on things or charge you simply because you are trying to outprice a competition in the market. You only go lower and lower till you start crossing the client as you do the job. And I know that must have happened to a lot of creatives out there. The day you collect the money, you have already spent it, and then two months later, you are still trying to get the job done, and you are crossing the day you took that job. Because how? Okay, so don't try to beat the competition. Don't take on multiple low-paying projects. You will overwork yourself and then burn out. Okay, this is it. And then also don't underprice. All right, that's a tricky one. It's not as easy as it looks, but do not know that the price that will work for you is 5,000 Naira, and then decide to charge 3,500, okay? If you do that, ultimately the same thing will happen as charging low to be the competition or taking on multiple low paying projects, okay? Do not underprice your creativity. Yes, we know it's tricky. If anything, uh, calculate your costs and then what it will take for you to keep your business running for a bit, all right? If you are not doing anything, how much would you not be spending okay so use that to get a, an idea of a pricing for the project you're about to charge so that to, the time does not uh, extend beyond uh the, the value of what you're trying to deliver in fact we need to get some accountants in here to understand uh depreciation value for whatever it is that you're getting if somebody is paying you a hundred thousand naira for a two-day job all right it's different from somebody is paying you a hundred thousand naira for a one month job the money is still a hundred thousand naira, but by the time you calculate how much time and other things you have spent in one month, you realize that you are probably collecting only ten thousand naira for that job because you have spent the rest on other things in that one month. Okay, so we'll, we'll probably get into that when we talk about other. Uh, when we bring in a proper money conversation on how to get pricing done right for the creative. Okay, then also do not overprice. Now it is not an easy thing to do because overpricing doesn't show up itself as overpricing okay i think personal branding is also important beautiful for sale that is what we're going to talk about in law but that's that's the part we're going to reach uh, last week that we never got to uh, but we'll definitely address it in this episode uh samuel etioda is turning in on facebook as well as shago sega ausaya sega baba thanks very much for tuning in and moses akolayemi uh, sega says it is important not to price yourself out of the market and it's also imperative to build relationship while taking on jobs Money, however, is important uh, and is a means to an end, not an end of its own. True. Uh, what creatives need most is relationships. Money is the least element of wealth. You are creating value and your client selection is key. Please note that creatives are there. Your client selection is key. Do you realize it just specifically said client selection? The client is not choosing you. You can actually choose your client. So client selection is Key. All right. Um, uh, what is what's that? Uh, that? The right client won't be worried about your price, but the quality of your work, professionalism, and discipline in delivery. 
that is so on point Sega you have just hit several nails on the head right there and that is the, uh, the, the, the ending part of all of this because we're coming to a point where uh, beyond these pricing guidelines or how to do this and all that it sounds easy to just tell the creative you know what that's a client over there and uh, create this pricing and then give it to them and then collect money from them but that is one half of the equation the other half is you, the creative person out there. And we're going to talk about the things you need to consider as a creative person towards getting the right pricing and your dream clients. Yes, as creatives, I know we all have that idea of a client who just pays us exactly what we ask for, doesn't give us a headache, and loves the quality of our outputs, and even leaves us with the ability to say, you know, give me your best, take your time. You know, those dream clients that you just imagine will probably come with wings. Well. We'll talk about how to ensure that you can get those clients and the fact that they don't come with wings. They're just human beings like you and I, but the things they're looking for are very specific. And when they find it, they go for those things straight up. So one of the things we talked about last week is also in, in, that, in that thing. So there's something a, a friend says, and I think I want to, I want to quote out here. It, um, uh, that's actually uh, Trevor Hubbard of the uh, of Butcher Chops, a creative agency in San Francisco. He said, I love money. I love to talk about money. In fact, I don't think creativity and finance are mutually exclusive. In fact, I wish art schools taught the art of loving money 101. After all, creative people don't work for free or for high fives or my favorite, for the opportunity to add to our portfolios. No, the reason you're working is not just to add to your portfolio.